All right, everyone. Welcome to the show. Special edition. Special edition of Tennis Wildcast. Tennis yeah. Wildlife Resources Agency weekly podcast. What a way to start out the year, Jason. It's been an exciting day. I'll say that much. Interesting day. It was already going to be interesting, and then it got more interesting, and it's also been a long day. So let's introduce our guests because they want to go home. Yeah, it's been, been a long day for them. A long, long day. All right. Way over on this side over here, that's Harold Thompson. Hello. Harold is from Castilian Springs, Tennessee, and we're going to talk about that big rack in front of him in a minute. And this is Stephen Tucker next to me. He's from Gallatin, Tennessee. Hello. And uh, guys, thank you all for being here all day long. And uh, it's been an interesting day, hasn't it? Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. You're welcome, Stephen. All right, what we found out today, and we'll go ahead and tell you that right off the bat, is that Stephen's rack right here, that one right there, it's a non-typical rack taken from a deer that he he harvested in in, uh, November during the the muzzleloader season. It has been um, measured today by Tennessee Boone and Crockett scores, and it measures uh, 312 and three-eighths inches, making it the world record non-typical deer. To be harvested by a hunter. By a hunter, free-roaming, free harvested by a hunter, and that hunter happens to be you, Steve. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is an awesome. It's been an awesome day watching you and watching everything happen. And when when uh, they came in, the scores did and brought you in here and told you that it was a world record, it felt pretty good, I bet. Yes, sir. Has it been? We What happened with Stephen, Jason, you know this, but – he, he killed this deer back in November, and then you have to go through this long process of letting this thing dry out. You knew it might be the world record. Dale Grandstaff, Captain Dale, Dan, Dale Grandstaff had been working with you. You knew it might be a world record, but you had to wait 60 days for it to dry out. Was it tough? Yes, it is a little tough, but I just tried not to not to think about it. Just What would you do with the, with the rack while That's you exactly were waiting? I, I, I kept it in a, a local bank at the end there. Wow. So it's been stored away. It's been locked yes, sir. up then. It, uh, well, and now it's it, you got to hear it. And the qu- next question is: is we'll we'll talk in a minute about what what the process is going to go from here on. But but what's the process for you next, Stephen? What are you going to do with this buck? Is it being mounted or what? What's happening? Yes, sir. I am going to going to mount it. Okay, and what is it going to be? A full body mount or is it going to be a, a head mount or how are you going to do it? I, I still haven't decided. Okay, I, I, probably a sh- um, a pedestal mount front legs okay and it will be displayed where in your living room in my living room (laughs) (laughs) people want to know that kind of stuff uh this was a buck and you can tell them a little bit about what happened or as much as you want to i know you got a lot of obligations that you're meeting with people across the country or whatever but tell us what you can about the buck how did you go about getting it and did you have any idea I had no idea until this year, early September, when we were shelling corn on a farm, that the deer was even there. So, and you're talking about a farm in Gallatin, I mean, in, in Sumner County, Gallatin, Tennessee, somewhere? Yes, sir. Okay, so you just, you did, had no idea this thing was? No, sir, so this year we've had the farm 40 years and never, never knew that deer was there, never seen a deer, anything like it there. My, I actually wasn't the first one to see it. My uncle, he was, he was the first one to see it, and he told me, he called me and told me to turn around and look because I was on the other end of the field from him. And I turned around, and as soon as I seen it, I said, I've got to set up on this deer and get some trail cameras and, and hunt this deer. He's he's something special. Are you an avid hunter? Uh, obviously, I know you are from listening to you today. You like to duck hunt deer hunt, but you've been hunting. You're a young guy, but you've been hunting a long time. Since I was 10 years old. Okay, and then obviously not the first buck you ever killed? No, sir. All right. Is this the only one that you got on, on the wall? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, well, it's a great buck. And tell them what you were – 
what what were you hunting? You were hunting a muzzle loader, but a little bit about that, what you used and where were you? I was hunting a cornfield out of ground blind using a muzzle loader. What caliber? 50, 50 caliber 50 muzzle caliber, loader. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, and did you kill it in the early part of the season or was it in the later or middle part of the season? Uh, first uh, couple of days of muzzle loader season. You're not going to waste any time, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have. So anyway, and when you when you took it down, there was photographs that circulated out on Facebook everywhere. Um, was that was that your buddies that took the photo, or or? Yes, sir. I had some buddies take some photos. And Jason's showing them behind us, or you can see them yeah. up on the on the screen right there. And I bet people started telling you right off the bat that that was going to be a special buck. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah good deal. All right, did you have to track him very far? About eighty yards. Okay. And took him care of there. And I think Dale came over, Dale Grandstaff came over and measured him that night, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Were Jason. you, Were you? what was the thoughts in the, in the ground blind? Were you afraid he was going to see you or it seemed pretty easy, huh? I was afraid he was going to see me. I had. I still had the mesh up, so I shot through the mesh. Okay. And he, when the first one I, I seen, saw him, he was about 30 yards looking right at the blind. And I said, I'm going to be real still. And when he goes to walking, I'm going to reach for my gun. He started walking. I reached for my gun, shouldered it. And as soon as I shouldered it, he stopped and looked right back at the blind again. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, how nervous were you doing that? Or was it calm experience? Well, it was, the, experience. It, it was the third time I'd encountered him. So Oh, yeah. So you'd seen the buck I, before. Yes, sir. And I had – well, actually, the, the – yeah, the, the fourth, actually. I've seen him when I was working and then – then yeah that was the fourth time but the third time that was the third time i saw him hunting okay. and i knew then i had to hold it together because i wasn't going to get another chance <laughs> yeah. the third was the charm this yes, time, yes sir. It? it was uh so hit him pretty good and got him down and and uh took care of him right away and yes sir that's awesome okay. and then then world record today and by the way it's 312 and 38 on boone and crockett but uh one of our commissioners was here today, Bill Swan, who has to be official score for Safari Club International. Mm-hmm. They also measured the deer. What happened there? They measured him at they grow at 321 inches. He's the as of right now, he's the biggest non-typical deer to ever be put in the Safari Club International books. So it looks like Safari Club International. He's number one. He's in number that. one, and that's official. That doesn't have to. We're going to talk about the Boone and Crockett. That's official today, just like. Harold's deer is official today. We'll talk about in a minute. Don't have to wait for two years for Boone and Crockett to meet. What, what happened with this deer is that it got it's official, it's official unofficial kind. It's a pending world record. Mm-hmm. Boone and Crockett meets in in two years. They have some kind of awards banquet. And they won't meet until 2019. So you got to wait some more. 60 days is gonna be nothing. <laughs> but they meet then and they'll measure it again and and go from there but it's a pending world record to then and you had five people today four or five people all standing around measuring that thing it took hours to get done they were really meticulous very slow in how they measured it, and it all felt pretty good so but that, we got to wait that time and uh, i expect you're going to be a little, a little traveling talking about this there between now and then yes sir I, ho- I hope so what's your wife's name by the way her name is caitlin tucker and how has she handled all this very well okay because you got a lot of calls right yes sir all right well good for caitlin she's a good lady well, thank you i all appreciate right. that sure i was up harold real quick you ready harold i'm ready all right you're tired i know you are you're, <laughs> know. you're over there thinking about smallmouth bass now right that's right i'm ready to go fishing <laughs> harold and i talked a lot today he's a good fisherman over on center hill in del hollow lake is mm-hmm. where he's been going catching those fish but harold you came in today and i heard you were coming and I heard you were also bringing a big buck in here, and I had no idea that it was going to end up being what it was. Congratulations to you. Thank you very much. This this buck that you're looking at there, it is a typical, um, it's a typical rack measured by, also by Safari Club International. 
Correct. And they measured it at 184. Is that correct, Harold? That's correct. And it's going to be – it's the number one muzzleloader deer typical now in the southeast, which is 12 states. For Safari Club International Safari Club, scoring. Sorry. Yeah. Safari Club International scoring. And uh, number three, was it uh, All Weapons? Number three, All Weapons. Outstanding. Correct. Thank you well, very much. Well, tell us about it. Tell um, us what you did. What happened? Well, you know, I didn't have uh, but about two hours to hunt that morning. It was opening day. Can I, can I stop just for a second? I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. These two guys killed these deer 20 minutes from each other, okay? Yeah. Three days apart. Yeah. All right, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. No problem. And uh, I had a doe and a real nice eight-point underneath my tree stand. And I was going to take the eight point, but he never would get where I could shoot him. And he just took off running. And I thought, well, what did I do, you know? But the doe didn't go anywhere. And I thought, well, I wonder why she stayed. And I looked to the left in the middle of a winter wheat field, and he was standing there. And I thought, oh, no, now I'm in real trouble because <laughs> she's going to bust me, and I'm not going to get a deer at all. But he just came right straight to her, and he was 25 yards from me, and he quartered, and I shot him in the shoulder. But he didn't fall. He didn't do anything. Just walked off. And I could see him when he went down a fence row. And I got down about an hour later to look for him. Didn't find any blood or anything. And I thought, oh, gosh, I've missed the biggest deer I'll ever see. You know, how am I going to tell everybody? I'm just not going to say anything about it, you know. And then I found him laying in a fence row. And I thought, oh, gracious, what have I done, you know. But I didn't realize that he was as big probably as he is. And I took him to Buddy Poindexter, and we hung him in the, in the storage Mr. house. Mr. Poindexter there. has a store in, in yeah, Galton, Tennessee. Then everybody got to saying, Harry, you need to go get that deer. That's a pretty good deer. So I finally, after three days, went and got it and realized then that, hey, I've got a pretty good deer here. So And here's the ironic thing. These two guys are good friends. Correct. Y- y'all have known each other a long time. And he's a good hunter. I'm proud of him. So proud of Stevie. He's a, like I say, if I had a son, I'd want him to be just like Steve. Well, you said he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. So that, that's pretty nice. Nice guy. So what, I don't know, Harold, that we talked about. What, were you muzzleloading or what were you doing? Muzzleloader. Okay. Mm-hmm. Muzzleloader hunting. And they did say that today. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So that's the number one southeast muzzleloader buck. Typical. Typical. 184 points. Mm-hmm. Did you have any idea when you were coming in today? No. I, I, <laughs> I just thought I had a good deer, and I was going to ride along with Steve, you know. <laughs> what was the Boone and Crockett score that our guys got on it? Uh, 173. 173. Okay. 173 Boone and Crockett. He'll so, make their record book. Okay. Oh, that's easy, Tennessee Register. Yeah. And, and by the way, I guess I should say Stephen's book, Stephen's book also, we're talking about world records, but you blew away the state record oh, by lots and lots. Which also happened to be from the same county about mm-hmm. 12, 13 years ago, correct? Yes, sir. So did not very far from, I think it's another city in Sumner right. County, but mm-hmm. not too far from you guys. Yes, sir. Has this made you guys, not maybe not you yet, Harold, but it's, it almost has created a celebrity kind of feel around at least Steven, and you might be getting some of it yourself, Harold. <laughs> Well, he's pretty famous on Facebook and Twitter right now. Right yeah. now he is. Okay. <laughs> he's trending. You know, I don't really do Facebook. My, my wife does, and she shows me all this stuff. And I say, well, it was a good deer, June. You know, and I have 10 deer, but they all didn't get any farther than the garage. But this one is going to make it in the house. Awesome. He's coming oh, in yeah. the house. You're willing to go to war over that, and if you have to? <laughs> yeah. He's going over the mantle, right? He's going over the mantle. <laughs> well, it's, it's both terrific, and, and y'all have two stories that y'all can go and, and – talk about together uh, for a, a long long time and i don't harold i, I don't know uh, about you i heard steven talking to talking to our director ed carter a while ago and we're gonna have some stuff out on facebook that i think all of y'all want to see th- mm-hmm. that we're doing but steven's 
young going to keep on hunting and, and try to best what he's done. That may not ever happen, but you're not going to let it get in the way of going out hunting bucks. Does it, No, sir. Yeah. Does it give you the fever to go more? Yes, sir. It kind of uh, does. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, you always, I mean, you always want to keep going. A lot of people say, if I kill something like that, I don't have to go back anymore, but I, I think it would make me want to go back. No, now I want to kill something like Mr. Harold's got. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yours is non-typical. you got to go for typical. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, Harold, you, I know you've taken a lot of bucks. You're a good sportsman, good fisherman, and good hunter all these years, but how does it make you feel about going back outside? I still love the sport. I really do. It's, uh, it's not all about the harvest sometimes. It's all about the hunt to me. I, Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love seeing how they react in the woods. I, you know, it's just, it's a fun thing that I love to do. And it really, this deer will let me, I've started about four years ago. I, I've let a lot of good deer walk, and I wish everybody would do the very same thing. Instead of killing a one-year-old, two-year-old buck, I just wish that more people would let them walk and let them grow. And then we'd have... The genes are in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. This is a proof yeah. of it right here. If we would just be a little bit more conscientious hunters and let them grow, and I'm not trying to, you know, tell everybody how to hunt, but I just, I like to see them grow. Used to, when I was younger, I wasn't that way. You know, I had a habit of, if it had horns, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just think we should let, and I love the two buck limit now i think it's a great thing yeah i think it's a great thing it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes i'm i don't know that the two buck limit necessarily had anything to do with y'all's deer maybe well, maybe I think not it did. i think but it did. No. our guys upstairs want to think it did <laughs> for sure our wildlife division does but yeah. it 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 does seem like when we go cut it back the last few years even to three they grew a little bit they more a little bit, so. So. all right guys y'all were great i really pre- I, I appreciate everybody sticking in there we've yes. had friends with them and they're all going to get hats and shirts. <laughs> I appreciate you having us. Yes, thanks yeah. for having it's been a, it's been a It's been a fun day. I've been at the agency a long time, guys. It's been one of the more interesting days in a long career here. And y'all been good sports. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. you very Thank much, you. both of you. All of you. Yeah, appreciate right. it. Uh, you can watch this show at TennesseeWildcast.com or listen right there. You can uh, watch on TNWildlife.org. We're on TWRA TV on YouTube. Check the Facebook out for a lot We're of everywhere, stuff. everywhere. Posting so. with all this stuff in our newsroom. And we'll be back next week after we go to a commission meeting and get the duck season almost set, guys. Y'all be interested in that. We'll see you next week. Thank y'all.